You are listening to Mining Stock Education, where you'll learn from the top leaders in the natural resource sector and uncover quality mining investment opportunities. In today's episode of Mining Stock Education, you're going to be getting an update from Marcio Fonseca of GR Silver Mining. Website is grsilvermining.com and the ticker symbol in Toronto is GRSL. And for United States investors, you can buy in the OTC under GRSLF. Marcio, welcome back onto the program. Since we last spoke, there were two press releases. Let's go over your first press release from November 23rd. This one delineates uh, some new mineralization. Tell us the story of how you found this mineralization and what's the significance, please? Sure, thank you. Uh, that business release is about the Summer Seal project where we have a 43-101 resource with 39 million ounces indicated in third. But most of the drill holes were shallow and they didn't really went through the whole foot wall. As we completed the underground development, we, need, we were forced to build a road on the side of the resource, means outside of the resource area on the foot wall. When we were excavating the road and cutting the rocks, we came across a lot of sulfide, disseminated sulfide, in an area that we thought would be waste. So today we believe that we might have some mineralization there and open up a potential for more drilling and continue to increase resource at Summer Seal. So would this be an example of the saying, luck favors the diligent for you just discovering it as you're building the road? Can be like that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. And will this be, will this uh, lead into a geological reinterpretation of what you already model here, or is this just an expansion? Talk more about what this means for the model. Um, it, it's, it's likely to lead into an additional model on top of the existing model on the resource area. Because just to recap, the resource model area is a breccia on the edge of two, two rocks, two volcanic rocks. And these results that we got in this news release are related just to the foot wall rock. Probably, I would say, 50 meters away from where the resource is daylighting on surface. So it shows that the system has potential to generate more ounces. That's the importance. And you also previously, the previous producer would mine um, base metals. Did this lead you more into an interpretation that you could find predominantly more silver mineralization here in this system? Yeah, this summer CL project has been more silver. We've, we had some discoveries of gold as well with our drill holes. We had a drill hole in the past that was one meter, 200 grams per ton gold. And this project was sold to us as a lead zinc property. And today we believe that can be much more silver and potentially gold. Okay. So your next press release was December 7th, and this one dealt with bulk sample processing from the San Juan area. What did you do here and what's the significance for the project? So Bill, we took the opportunity to, while we were excavating a tunnel, continue the excavation to do underground development to expand a tunnel at the San Juan vein to extract 2,700 tons of mineralization in a polymetallic breach of silver and gold. And we realized that why not take this book sample and ship that to the plant nearby, which is a plant op, uh, that's owned by a third-party company. It's a Mexican family. They are not operating. The crusher mill and flotation cells are there, but not operating. So we entered in a, into an agreement. So we processed the material there and paid them. And we are able to now to understand that although we have a polymetallic breccia, means there's lead and zinc, we can 
achieve a high-grade concentrate, silver concentrate, just using flotation, because the average grade of the material that we were mining ranged from 200 to 250. But we are able to have high recoveries and achieve a concentrate, 27 tons, with 15 kilos per ton of silver. So for non-technically trained retail investors that are listening, this means higher grade silver at lower cost. Would that be a good interpretation? Yes, yes. and it's a, a way to, at low cost, get data and move the project more into a development stage. This was one of the six veins. We still have the other five. And we can replicate the same process to learn more and more about the ore. We don't need to ship 2,700 tons to Canada. We can do the whole work in Mexico. Excellent. Lower cost. So, and can you incorporate this initial network into an upcoming PEA? Uh, I think this is going to be a two steps. The first step is when we do the 43101 for, when we, fin- we finish the 43101 for Promosas, that's the Promosas Silver Project that has someone in Promosas mine area. We will need to have some assumptions about recoveries to define what's a resource as per 43101 guidelines. So by that time, we have already some test work done in the San Juan that we can use that. But as continue the work, as I said, we will continue to do the same work, book sample. We are likely to get more data. And this all together, we are working for an external metallurgic engineer reviewing this data. We are going to incorporate that in a combined PA all together, all two projects. And when is the PA? Just remind us when would the hopes for uh, that it's be? It's more likely end of the year, beginning of the 2022. Okay. I think more important for uh, general investors to understand that we are the first company to do a 43-101 resource diplomosis with all the drill holes that we are doing. We want to define a large inventory of ounces. It was a lead and zinc underground mine, but now we believe it's a silver gold project. So the idea is to increase the inventory of ounces and do a combined PA. The project Marcial that we have the 39 and you can expand, plus the Promosa Silver Project, and consolidate and show that this is a district, a silver gold district. Towards the increasing of those ounces, how is the current drill campaign going? Uh, that it's going really well, because we have five drill rigs at Promosas, one on the ground, and four on the surface, two at the Promosas mine area, and two at San Juan. We are drilling shallow holes, 150, 200 meters long, a couple of long holes, 500, expanding more the knowledge of the mineralization along the strike and checking some extensions of the zone that we discovered at the bottom of the Plumosa's mine. So it's all about expansion. And so far the rocks are looking very good and most of the labs in Mexico are overloaded with samples. So that's why there's a lot of delay, but we are starting to get more and more samples and more results now. And this is diamond drilling, is that correct? Yes, for diamond drilling and all QAQC in place. Okay, and what is the cost per meter down in Mexico for you to drill? Uh, on average, you can be around 120 US, all included, okay? Might be a bit lower because sometimes you have a, a shallow hole that can be more effective. And we, have a, uh, we can use local workers as well that can reduce the cost for the drilling company. So we have two drilling companies working at, on site now, one on surface and one on the ground. So just to recap for upcoming catalysts, drill results January, February, and hopefully a resource March. Would that be correct? You might have some drill results before Christmas. Then we have the Christmas break. Early January, you have a couple of news releases. Uh, You might have some more metallurgical test work coming by end of January, mid-February. 
And the big one for sure that might be key one next year is the resource estimation for the 3101 for the Plumosas. And remind us again, the treasury, you're fully funded for next year, right? Yes, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And warrant money, has any of that, last time you mentioned that there's a lot of warrants in the money, has any of that come in? Uh, some of um, uh, all the warrants that were in the money and due now in December, they were exercised. So, and we've seen some other options, people that had options and exercise as well, because most of them were averaging 30 cents and the stock today is 65. Okay. And Marcio, before you go, anything else investors should know for Q1 next year that we should be looking for? Yeah, the company has been very diligent to operate at low cost from day one. And all the acquisitions were at low cost. The company has no debt, no big payments that would jeopardize the business. And we are very advanced in, uh, in discussions about the acquisition of the Trinidad concession as well between the Somersia and Promosas. All right, GR Silver Mining. To learn more, go to grsilvermining.com. And again, in Toronto, the ticker is GRSL, or in the States, you can buy it under GRSLF. Marcio, thanks for coming on with this update. Thank you for having me again. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Mining Stock Education. Please subscribe and share this show with like-minded investors. Connect with us at miningstockeducation.com and sign up for our email list to stay in touch. Much success to you as you learn about, invest in, and profit from mining stocks. The mining business is one that generates gigantic wealth. You know, a good drill hole that converts might cost fifty dollars or $100,000, and it might discover something worth a couple billion. There is no sector that I know of that has offered up as many predictable circumstances uh, where there was the possibility, certainly not the certainty, but the possibility of 10-for-1 returns as there is in small-cap and micro-cap mining stocks. Concomitant with that, if you don't do the work, or even if you do do the work and don't discipline yourself on the sell side, there are very few places in the world where you can lose as much money as quickly as in mining stocks too. I just started to study up on mining stocks and I just became fascinated because this is such a tiny sector and it's so volatile that either you could really, you could do really, really well or you could pretty much get blown out of the water really quickly. The mining sector is a very risky sector. It can take your money very, very quickly. Don't fall in love with stocks. Don't be overly confident. And just do your work as best you can. Do your very best. But don't fall in love and don't get too overly confident because um, that's a recipe for disaster. I have met you know, professional retail investors that have made a tremendous amount of money on the junior mining space. Some of them aren't accredited, and they just they spend their days researching, talking to people, being on the phone, being pouring through financial documents. But it requires commitment. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be considered personal legal or investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities or any other product. We make every effort to be accurate, but the information presented is not to be considered infallible. It may contain errors and we offer no inferred or explicit warranty. 
If personal advice is needed, consult a qualified legal, tax, or investment professional. Do not base any investment decision on the information contained on MiningStockEducation.com, our podcasts, or videos. Make sure you always conduct your own thorough due diligence before investing. Realize that we may hold equity positions in or be compensated by some of the companies we feature and therefore are biased and hold an obvious conflict of interest. For our full disclaimer, please visit our website.